Well, good morning. It is 18 minutes to nine. Uh, Money Talk with James Ross. And in your money today, Karen Wright is going to find out about how one fintech entrepreneur's journey to success is going on. Good morning, Caroline. Good morning. Yes, in your money today, I'm joined by Kim Fernate, CEO of Saxo. Thank you for joining me today, Kim. Good morning. According to your website, you have over 1 million clients and over 100 billion US dollars in client assets. But the fintech world was a very different place um, to what it is now when Saxo was founded in 1992. So can you tell me a little bit about your journey as an entrepreneur? Did people kind of think you were crazy when you started out? Yeah, and some people still think that's the the case. But uh, I think, you know, fintech was not even a, a term that was coined back then. And, um, uh, you know, we really started as a, as a phone-based uh, broker uh, servicing people within uh, futures and, and the phone exchange. And in the mid-90s, we started developing the, the technology platform and we launched the first uh, version of that in uh, April 1998. Uh, and we were pretty much the first ones starting to trade uh, uh, phone exchange uh, on the Internet. So that was definitely a fintech before the term was even coined. And since then, we have uh, added pretty much any asset class you can uh, think about, but also access to any region or geography of, of, of interest to the global economy. And uh, today we are catering for, as you say, more than um, 100 billion uh, US and client assets for one more than a million clients uh, across the board. We're not in the North America, but we are very much in Asia, Europe, uh, Middle East and uh, and we have partnerships all over the world as well. So apart from uh, servicing the direct space for traders and investors, we facilitate financial institutions and give them access to our technology so they can support uh, from from the front end of the clients uh, all the way back to support the full value chain uh, digitally. So it's it's been an exciting journey and it's obviously uh, compressing 31 years into uh, a minute. So uh, it's, it's a short version. <laughs> that is quite a lot there. Now, you've talked an awful lot about the uh, evolution of technology. Uh, how important has that been to uh, opening up the markets to a wider range of people who want to get into investing? Well, I think it's been absolutely essential. We see uh, technology as our enabler. I mean, of course, we focus 100% on the clients because it's really all about the clients and our partners. And then we kind of uh, work work backwards from that and try to figure out, you know, how can we build the best, most uh, timely, relevant, engaging and actionable solutions. Uh, so it's very much about being able to, to obviously uh, diversify and, and spread into asset classes and regions, which I think is more important than ever before. And it, had, had, it has simply not been uh, remotely possible to do this with, without technology. When I started, it was really a phone-based thing. And you can say, uh, do one-to-one there and the prices were opaque and, uh, and the efficiency was opaque. So we, we moved a very, very long way. And uh, I think this is to the benefit of everyone. We like win-win in Saxo and, and uh, I'm sure the clients are, are pleased with that. Otherwise, probably there wouldn't be a million of them uh, still counting. Now, something you have spoken about in terms of getting involved in investment is the investment effect. Now, can you explain what you mean by that and why you think it's so important for people to understand? Of course. Well, first of all, I think starting a little bit in the the, the 50,000 feet uh, height is that actually the key thing, the key problem for, for depression in the world is actually financial trouble. 
uh, and 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 I think that that's something I, I'm not sure everyone uh, is fully aware, but it's it's kind of strange. And actually, the more uh, affluent you become, uh, the more the trouble. So I think it's also about people buying bigger stuff and having more debt and so forth. But but the matter of the fact is that that without a proper financial situation, people get super depressed and they get divorced and they get sick and so forth. So it's it's a very 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 important thing. And and uh, I think that that uh, obviously people shouldn't have too much debt and they shouldn't buy too much uh, expensive stuff. They need need not to uh, have too much uh, credit and so forth. But but apart from that, I think it's all about the, the the investment effect of how you can plan for for having financial freedom because financial freedom is actually freedom uh, that you can do what you want to do when you want to do it. That you can spend good time with your friends, your family, your loved ones in general, and that you can uh, explore the world and 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 do stuff that that makes you happy. So it's actually it's it's much more than just the the bank account. It's really about the the happiness and 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 the meaningfulness of your life. So um, when that is said, I think uh, diversification is is critical for for the investment effect. And uh, I think uh, many people had uh, fun and 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 games uh, when interest rates just got lower and lower. And you know whether you bought a bond or stock, if you kept it, you'd just be really really uh, wealthy after some time. Uh, even the same thing happened within cryptos and so forth. I think that that is definitely changed now, and I think everyone sees that. So um, with inflation, with rising interest rates, with actually a, a stock market that is close to all-time high in, in a very, uh, I think, complicated moment of, of the history of the world, both with inflation and interest rates and geopolitics and so forth, I think that the ability to diversify and the ability to really go for uh, well-capitalized, uh, proper businesses with good cash flows and, and, and profits is absolutely essential. But it's also essential to be able to uh, diversify into different regions and, and asset classes, as I said. Right? So I think this investment, in fact, is, is something that really it, is the platform for actually creating uh, a better life. Interesting stuff there. Now, one last question I would love to ask you, since you're clearly very keen on the technologies. What do you think the next big thing will be in the fintech world? Well, I think, first of all, uh, most fintechs should start thinking about how to make a profit because uh, otherwise it's going to stop there. Uh, and, and I think uh, for, for us, it's very much, I mean, we've been working with AI and big data for many years, and we are really changing the whole service model so that we can uh, have a very, very personalized service to uh, uh, very different kind types with very different objectives and so forth. And, and that is what we call timely, relevant, engaging, and actionable. And that means that, that you can really have I mean, one thing is to access all the, the different asset classes at the competitive price. That's kind of basics, but not everyone is doing that. But but for us, it's really about how can we guide uh, clients to fulfill their financial aspirations and goals. And that's really leveraging AI and big data, uh, but also have the proper uh, access and plumbing to, to, to give them the proper content at the right time. Because we are all being overloaded with data. And, uh, and and it's really about filtering that. So I think that's going to be a major, major difference for people to navigate all of this uh, because it's super complicated and you can still very easily get lost and, and, and confused. So I think that that to me is actually changing the service model within the financial industry uh, when it comes to capital market products. I can totally understand that. I think everyone can relate to the idea of being overwhelmed by mm. too much data. Thank you so much for joining us and telling us a little bit about your story in the fintech world. That's uh, Kim Fernate, the CEO of Saxo, joining me today. Interesting view. Thank you so much for interest. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you, Kim. Interesting view there, uh, Carolyn, that uh, a CEO of a bank uh, says that wealth may not uh, equal happiness. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs>